0: And I'm going to invite you at this time, if you can go with me to the book of Luke, chapter 8. And as our MC, our worship leader, minister Kevin Canellas was a few moments ago ministering and being sensitive to the spirit of God and singing, he he made a reference to a passage that was confirmation because this is exactly where God has led me this afternoon. Luke chapter 8, verse 43. Amen. It says, now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all had denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, The multitudes and throngs press you, and you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. and She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed Immediately, And he said to her, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Today I want to preach on this thought just a touch. Someone say just a touch. Would you pray with me at this time? Father, I thank you for your presence that we feel in this place today. God, thank you for already confirming your word touching and moving in this place, God. Father, I've come this afternoon to declare your word. I've come, God, in this place to see the mighty hand of God move and heal and restore and do miracles, Lord. And I declare it right now, God, that before this surface is over, Lord, somebody is going to leave this place totally healed, totally set free. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, God, I declare it right now. And as the word of God goes forth, Lord, I pray that faith would continue to rise in this place and that somebody, God, even as the word is being preached, would receive the completion of their healing today. I ask this right now and declare it in the name of Je- I wonder if somebody can declare that right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God, we believe. Today, right now, right now, in the name of Jesus, have your way in this house today. Father, we declare as Someone say, in Jesus' name, you may be seated in the presence of God. I want to begin today with this story. It begins with a woman who had been suffering from a chronic bleeding disorder for 12 long years a condition that profoundly impacted every aspect of her life. And if I can today paint for you the picture that for many of us is a familiar one, one that has attracted uh, Bible readers and listeners for generations, one that has inspired many to receive their miracles from God. And if I can take you there one more time, and show you and paint for you this portrait of exactly what this woman was going through. Physically, her illness left her anemic, exhausted, and in constant pain, which affected her ability to enjoy life and engage in all of the normal activities that one might want to experience. It was for her Uh, A debilitating disease something that brought her life to a screeching halt that once it began virtually everything about her life uh, broke down this was a condition that really was like dying a slow death every time she started to feel normal her health issues would reappear and remind her that she still was not well This was not something that she could just get over in time. This was not something that she could just, um, you know, sleep on it and the next morning feel better. This was not the kind of problem or condition that uh, normal medicine could heal. This was something that. That affected her whole body this was something that she had to live with day after day and 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 week after week and, and and month after month year after year this was something that she could not shake from her life so her body physically was was breaking down as she was constantly losing blood Losing the very life from her body was this was something that the, was going on day after day and, and she had become weak and she was exhausted and she was constantly tired, unable to live and enjoy life the way that life is meant to be lived. And not only that, not only the physical, but also other aspects of her life. Then came the medical bills and years of treatment, consultations with physicians and countless attempts to find relief from this pain. And that was uh, draining her life savings. The Bible says that she spent uh, her all her livelihood trying to find a cure, trying to find an answer, trying to find something that would alleviate her from this condition. And so she visited every doctor that she could. Every physician, every, uh, every natural healer, every herbalist, every person who possibly could help her relieve herself of this pain and this chronic condition in her body, she spared no expense. She emptied her life savings trying to find a cure. And she went near and far. She did everything that she could do, maybe borrowing money from, fam- from family and friends, uh, people who tried to help her, sponsor her, do whatever they could to, to, to gather uh, and support her. But, you know, after the weeks went by and after uh, the months went by and after years went on, I could imagine that she just depleted everything she had. She saw every specialist there was to see and, and she got a second opinion and she got a third opinion and a fourth opinion. You know, she got all the opinions that, that she could get and she tried every remedy and, and it, it not only depleted her her sense of hope, but it depleted all of her resources. And on top of all of that, she couldn't work as a normal person. Because of her chronic condition, she couldn't go out and get a a regular job like anybody else. She couldn't work. And so not only is her condition draining, Her financial resources, but she doesn't even have the ability to go out and earn extra uh, money and and, and help herself out in any way. So you've got to uh, imagine, if you will, uh, the the way that life was just kind of crashing down on her uh, uh, physically and financially. Her condition is exasperated. There is nothing that this woman can do. to to scratch and crawl her way out of her condition. And not only that, to add insult to injury, her plight didn't end there because according to religious law, the constant flow of blood in her body rendered her ceremonially unclean and prohibited her from physical contact with others, essentially forcing her into isolation and cutting her off from her family and her friends. It's not hard to imagine the emotional toll that this must have taken on her. It's not hard to imagine how uh, this must have uh, must have affected her deeply in her heart and in her life psychologically emotionally, spiritually, uh, physically, in every aspect of her life. It's not hard to imagine how this must have uh, pushed her to the very edge of existence, pushed her to the very edge of life, uh, pushed her to the brink of giving up. There's just only so much somebody can handle. There's just only so much you can take Uh, when you get to a point where you feel like you have exhausted all of your resources and you've exhausted everything you know to do. Everything that you've tried to do, you're willing to do. And this is exactly where this woman was. Uh, She had tried everything she had known to try. She had experimented with every experimental treatment. She had uh, uh, received the very best that money can offer. When the Bible says that she gave all of her livelihood, uh, that would imply that she had livelihood. She was not a, a poor woman. This is a woman who had the means. And so she probably had the very best uh, that medicine could offer, the very best uh, of the, that that the specialist could give. And even after all of that, and even after all the treatment uh, and, and going to spiritual counselors uh, and going to friends and family with all of their home remedies, you know, try this. And, Why don't you boil this with that? And, and, what you know, all the old wives' tales and, and all the things that, that family will try to do and, you know, take a couple of these and try some of the, And nothing seemed to work. You know, if she lived in today's age, she probably would have spent all her time on Google and WebMD, you know, trying to self-diagnose and self-medicate and and go to the far reaches of the world in cyberspace and to try to buy whatever she could, natural things and and try medicines, signing up for all the trials of new medication. I mean, there is nothing this woman didn't do to try to cure herself and fix herself. And that is the condition that somebody might find themselves today. But everything was about to change because the Bible says that she heard about Jesus. She heard Go! About- Jesus she heard about this man that was walking through her neighborhood she heard from somebody Jesus is coming by Jesus is passing through our little town and this is a man who has done miracles this is a man who has opened blind eyes this is a man who has raised up the dead this is a man who has caused the mute to speak and the deaf to hear. And when she heard that this man named Jesus was coming through, something within her said, why not give it a try? I've tried everything else. And she realized that this was an opportunity that she could not pass by. She realized this was a moment that she could not afford to miss. She realized that if I don't step out and do something, I'm might miss my miracle and so with the walls of her condition closing in on her she said I've got nothing to lose and everything to gain I have come to tell somebody in this place I don't care how many times you've tried I don't care how many opportunities have come and gone you are here today by divine appointment and I've come to tell you that your miracle your answer is here is in this house somebody ought to give god some praise today come on i need somebody to be a witness right now i need somebody to know right now that jesus is in the house today I did not come to offer you an herbal remedy. I did not come to offer you uh, some, you know, man-made solution. Uh, I have come to offer you the best and the greatest answer that could possibly ever be. And his name is Jesus. Somebody say his name today. This woman said, I've tried everything and everything else has failed. But I'm going to give Jesus a try. Somebody needs to give Jesus a try today. Amen. And this brings me to a few points, a few steps that she had to take in order to receive her healing. And it brings me to the first step. There are four steps to receiving your healing today. Number one is you have to agree in faith. Somebody told this woman that Jesus was a healer. And somebody approached her, somebody informed her that Jesus was a healer. And she accepted that truth in her heart. Despite all of the many letdowns and failed attempts, she chose to believe once again. you got to understand how many times this woman had been disappointed. you got to understand how many times she had tried and failed. It was no small matter that she would try once again. It must have taken everything in her heart. It must have taken everything in her soul, in her spirit, all of her to say, I'm going to try again. But she heard that Jesus was coming, and she believed in faith that there is something different about this man. And if I can just get to where he is, if I can just get around him, if I can just get in his environment, if I can just place myself in a place where, as he's coming by, I may be able to get something. I'm willing to do that. And she believed in her heart that God is good, she believed in her heart that God is a healer. She agreed with the words of King David who said in Psalm 103 and verse 3 of the Lord, who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. She believed this in her heart that God is a healer. I said God is a healer church cannot preach for just a few moments to tell you that all of Scripture testifies that God is both a savior and a healer I said God is a savior and And a healer. He came primarily to save us from our sins, but not only that, to heal us of our diseases. He is a forgiver of sins and a healer of our bodies. This is why Jesus came to earth, to save and to heal us. Isaiah said he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chest of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Somebody give the Lord a hand praise today. I want to tell you today that God came to heal you. I want you to understand that God is a healer. And not only is God a healer, God wants to heal you. I don't know who needs to hear that today, but you need to understand that God wants to heal you. And I have to say that again and again, because there are some of us that have bought into this misconception that God doesn't want to heal you, that God is somehow being selective about who he heals. You need to understand that God's desire is to heal you. It is his will that you be set free from whatever physical ailment in your body it is. Is his will. You need to get that in your heart and in your mind today that God wants to heal you. I said he wants to. God wants to heal you. Nothing would give God more pleasure and more joy than to heal you. God doesn't want to see you sick. He wants to heal you. He wants to bless you. It's in his nature. God is a healer. Someone say he's a healer. He's a healer. He wants to do it. But you have to believe it. You have to believe it. It doesn't matter how powerful a service is. Jesus went to some places that didn't get healed and didn't get miracles. Why? Because of their unbelief. It's not that God doesn't want to. It's that do we believe that he can and that he will. Amen, somebody. Somebody. He wants to heal you. But you have to believe it. The Bible says in Hebrews 11:1. now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Every good thing from heaven, every blessing, every miracle, every healing, every divine thing that God wants to do in your life is received through the channel of faith. If you can't believe it, then you can't receive it. Every, uh, hallelujah, every Everything that belongs to the child of God is accessed by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And if we come to him, we must come believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I've come today to raise up your faith and for you to start envisioning yourself being free of whatever condition and whatever disease and whatever pain has been plaguing your body, I feel the the Holy Ghost. You've got to believe in Jesus' name that your God wants to heal you. Give God praise right now. Lift up your voice today. Magnify it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't stop. Don't stop. Worship him. Lift up his name right now. Yeah. And once this woman started to believe for her healing, she began to confess it with her lips. Ah, oh, she began to speak it with her mouth. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew 9, 21, for she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. Let me tell you point number two, if you want to receive your healing, not only do you have to agree in faith, but you got to speak in faith this afternoon. Something happens. I'm going to preach like I need to today. Something happens when you begin to confess your healing with your mouth. Something begins to happen in the heavenly. Something starts to shift in the spirit. When you, as a child of God, begin to open up your mouth and begin to confess and declare what thus saith the Lord in your life. When you, my God, I feel something on me today. when you begin to exercise your faith by exercising that mouth of yours and beginning to declare that I am healed, that I am free, that I have a miracle from God I want you to begin to notice what the verse says she said for she said for she said to herself she began to talk to herself I've got a question when you talk to yourself what are you saying what are you saying when you talk to yourself Uh, amen I don't talk to myself yeah right everybody talks to themselves I don't talk, you're talking to yourself all day long, having conversations with yourself, deliberating with yourself, huh? Arguing with yourself, uh, going back and forth uh, with yourself. Uh, we, we're always talking to ourselves. I just recommend you don't do it out loud in the open field somewhere, right? Uh, but we're all having conversations with ourselves, uh, and you need to learn how to take control of that conversation that you're having with yourself because there are some who don't get their blessings and their miracles from God because they're always talking themselves down and saying what God hasn't done and what God can do. And they're always uh, muttering these things in their life that are going against what God is wanting to do in their life. But you've got to understand the power of your spoken word. Let me tell you today, the greatest sermon you will ever hear is the one that you preach to yourself. Oh! my God in the midnight hour what preaching are you preaching to yourself when you're in your car all by yourself what are you telling yourself you gotta start saying to yourself self you are healed self you are free self Mm, my God. Hallelujah. You can talk yourself out of or into the blessings of God. You can talk yourself out of the miracles, out of the promises, just like the children of Israel talked themselves out of the promised land when God brought them out of Egypt. They say we can't enter in. And do you know that God honored the word that they said? Because a whole generation passed because they said we can't do it. And so God God is saying there is power in your spoken word. That's why you've got to change your tune and start speaking your healing and your miracle into existence. you got to speak those things that are not as though they were. The Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Oh, hallelujah. What are you saying to yourself today? What message are you preaching to yourself today? I've come to announce to somebody this afternoon that if you will start changing your tune, if you will start declaring what God says, what the Bible says, what his word says, then I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what the doctor report says. I don't care what the specialist says because my don't know what I'm talking about. If God's got the final word, I dare somebody to open up your mouth and give him glory. Come on and magnify him, glorify him the miracle is in your mouth the blessing is in your mouth declare God you are great God you are mighty God you are holy God you are worthy God you are greater You need to change what you're saying. God, you're greater than cancer. God, you're greater than that tumor. God, you're, some of you've got cancer in your body today. You've got cancer in a family member. You got to call that cancer a liar and say, My God is greater. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel something happening in this place. Come on, speak it right now. Speak it in the name of Jesus. Speak it in the name of Jesus. Hey, come on, somebody, right now. I'm speaking right now. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Come I speak it, I speak it, I speak it, I speak it, I speak it. Something's happening right now. Could we just let God do what he wants to? Is that all right? Can we let God do what he wants here? I feel something already beginning to shift. It's been happening all service. But ah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're saying, but Pastor Jacob, I got pain in my body right now. You You call that pain a liar? you say I'm healed, I don't care how I feel today, I don't care what pain I woke up with, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Every morning I wake up, that's going to be the message I preach to myself until it happens until it happens come on I wish somebody would just let the Holy Ghost move I wish somebody would forget about what's supposed to happen next I wish somebody would just let God have his way right now I wish somebody in the name of I feel the spirit of the Lord moving in this house right now I feel God's about to come down your aisle. I feel something is about to break loose you got to confess it. Confess it with your mouth. I'm healed. 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 you got to, come on, keep saying, I'm healed. I'm healed. Hey. Hallelujah! I'm healed. I'm healed. Hey, the next thing she did after she said it is she had to press through the crowd. You've got to press. You've got to press. You've got to press. Press through the crowd. Oh. I'll tell you, once you begin to confess it, once you begin to open up your mouth and start confessing the goodness of God, confessing your miracle and your healing, you got to be like the woman she began to press in faith. She said, there's a big crowd around Jesus, but I'm not going to let this crowd determine me from my miracle. I'm not going to let this crowd determine me from my blessing. I'm not going to let this crowd to turn me from where I need to be. I'm gonna press through. Somebody say, press! press, I've got to press, I've got to press, and this is the moment, hallelujah, you can be seated for a few moments, this is the moment where everything's about to make or break it, this is the moment where, where it's all come down to here, and now she is pressing through, she's got to the crowds, and everyone is surrounding Jesus, and they're all around him, and they're tugging on him, and they're crying out for his attention, and they're. Saying, Saying, Jesus, I got a need, and someone over here saying, Jesus, come to my house, and someone back over there saying, no, 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 Jesus, my need is bigger, and everyone is pulling on him, and you got the religious folks saying, Jesus, come and teach us some more from the word, and everybody's pulling and tugging on him, and he's surrounded by all kinds of people, but here comes this woman, she said, I see a crowd of people around him, and that's all right, but I'm not going to let all these obstacles get in the way of my healing and so she got on the floor and she started to crawl her way she started to wiggle herself through the legs and the bodies you see sometimes we give up we're so close to our miracle we're so close to our blessing but we start focusing on everybody else We start focusing on what he's doing and what she's doing. We start looking around and we look like a scarecrow, like we don't know what to do. And we just let everybody else get the blessing and we just say to ourselves, well, maybe next year, maybe next month. This is not my Sunday. I thought it was, but I'll just wait to know. You don't know if this might be your last opportunity, honey, to get what you need from God. I wish we would get desperate about it. I wish we would get ferocious about it Say, I'm not gonna let this moment pass me by. I'm not gonna let Jesus. And so she begins to press. She begins to press. And she said, No, I'm not going to. Do- I- I'm sure they didn't make it easy on her. As she was crawling her way, they saw, Oh, there goes that woman. There goes that lady with that problem. There goes that person. Maybe they were judging her. Maybe they were criticizing her. Maybe they were saying, Oh, you know, the same old thing. She always goes up for the altar call. The devil is a liar. She oh there goes that problem again. Maybe people were talking about her, but then you gotta have a one-track mind. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, and just look on Jesus. Can I tell somebody today? Don't lower, don't worry about what your neighbor is doing today. Don't don't even worry about me Don't put your eyes on your neighbor. Don't put your eyes on the praise team. Don't put your eyes on the musicians. Don't even put your eyes on the preacher brother or sister. Put your eyes on Jesus because it's Jesus. It's the one that's going to heal you. It's not me. It's him. It's him. And she put her eyes on him and she pressed. Someone say press. Come on, say it again. Say press. She pressed. She pressed. And there's some people, you know, there's some people that they're not going to get their miracle today because they looked outside. And, Man, it's a little breezy. Yeah, Can you handle this? And oftentimes, this is the same people that put on their ponchos and their parkas and go stand out in the football game. Oh, man, you guys liked me about five minutes ago, but now I just don't change the channel on you. Huh? It's too, oh, it's too much. It's too, I don't know. But what kinds of things are we, are we going to let get between us and our miracles? I've made up in my mind, I'm not gonna waste one service worrying about what other people think about me. I'm not gonna, come on now, I'm not gonna, I'm almost I'm not gonna waste one service waiting or, or, or concerning myself with what other people think and who else. If it's just me and me alone standing on this altar, then I'm gonna get all the blessing to myself. Hallelujah. If it's just me, can I tell somebody somebody today that even if you're the only one that gets healed today, it was worth it. Yeah. Ah. Said it was worth it, even if you're the only one, it was worth it. You say, Why? Because God loves you, and God would move heaven and earth to come down your aisle and to bless you. But you've got to show some determination today and say, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Come on, I wish I had some. I'm willing to press, I'm willing to push, I'm willing to go. I'm struggle until I get my healing from. God, my God, I don't have time to waste today. I didn't come to be cute. I didn't come to play patty cake with you. I don't care how you perceive me or not. What I care about is you leaving this place completely healed and restored. So if I got to make myself a fool up here, so be it. Because I don't want to see you live another day with that condition, that blood disorder, that back disorder, that cancer. The Holy Ghost spoke to me today. I feel something happening right now. I woke up this morning, and I began to pray. And I said, Lord, have your way today, God, whatever it is you want to do. And as I was there in my prayer time, I started calling out different diseases. I started calling stuff I never even heard before. Brother, I've never read a medical journal in my life. Hallelujah. I don't have any medical dictionaries, but I started uttering things that sounded strange to me. And I believe that it was the Holy Ghost helping me identify the things that he's getting ready to remove. Oh, I wish I had a witness here today. I smell oh my God I started, my Lord, I started confessing some things in the spirit and one thing the devil told me is that there are some today that are struggling from conditions that are hereditary because your mother or your father passed it down to you. It's something that runs in your family. It's a cycle that continues just like the woman with the issue of blood. It was a never-ending cycle of blood in her life that wouldn't stop and the Lord told me to tell somebody today that this could be the day that the cycle ends. Oh my God. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but somebody needs to know that when God heals your body, he's not just going to heal you, but he's going to heal everybody coming after you. You've got to believe what I said. The cycle stopped. The cycle stops now. Ah, it stops now. It stops now. Hey, hallelujah. Listen, listen. The Holy Ghost said, I'm going to break that cycle. I'm going to break it. And so she 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 pressed, and the final thing she did was that she touched, she touched in faith. She said, If I can just touch his clothes, whoo Jesus. And it wasn't just his clothes. She said, if I can just get a hold of the hem of his garment, the hem of his garment. Oh, hallelujah. Her mind seemed to be focused on the hem of Jesus' garment. And I'll tell you why. Because religious men in Bible times were told to wear certain garments. And one of the garments they wore was like a prayer shawl. It was a covering they had, an outer layer covering, and on this prayer shawl there were tassels on the ends of them. There was like a, not necessarily a hymn like on like on a garment like a suit or a, a pair of pants or something, but more like tassels. And, and, and the Bible says that that as she was working her way and pressing through the crowd, that she said, "If I could just grab a hold," and what she wanted to touch was his tassels. Now in the Old Testament, uh, these tassels represented the commandments of God. We read in Numbers, uh, the Lord told Moses to tell the men of Israel to wear these tassels on their garments uh, to remember the commandments of God. And over time, these tassels came to represent authority and power. And so when the woman came close to Jesus uh, and she saw his prayer shawl and she saw the tassels uh, that were flowing and swinging at the bottom, uh, of his garment. She said, if I can just grab a hold of his authority and his power. Yeah. If I can just touch the power of God. But you know, when you read it and it says this touch, the, the, the word touch doesn't quite, it doesn't quite capture the meaning. Because when we think touch, we think like, you know, like a little like a, like a little touch with a hand, like a tag, you know. It, it, she didn't just touch it. In the original word in Greek, it's 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 hapto. That's the name, the word, and it means to fasten to. It means to cling. My friend, she didn't just touch the hymn. Uh, go back to the picture. When she when she got to the hymn, she she clung to it. She didn't just touch it. She pulled on it. <laughs> Like God, she put, she tugged on it. Jesus said, "I felt something. It wasn't just that He felt the power, but He felt somebody physically pulling on Him." Let me tell you where the answer. Let me tell you where the connection to your healing today, the connection to your miracle today, is. If you can just get a hold of the power of God that is flowing in this place today. If you could just get a hold of the, mm, my Lord, the shakana glory. Get a hold of his healing power. Get a hold of it today. I feel something happening right now. Would you close your eyes right there? I feel something happening. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. She got a hold of it and she pulled on it. And right there the Bible says that she was healed immediately. The blood stopped in life. Can I minister just for a few more moments? Some of you are right there. You're right there. You've pressed. You've made your way here. God bless you. Many things tried to stop you from getting here today. Things that you see, things that you don't see. But make no mistake, the devil didn't want you to be here today. There are many things that could have stopped you. There are many, in fact, there are some that got in little car accidents on the way over here. I heard Uh, the devil was trying to do everything he could to stop you in your tracks to get in here, but you got here. So, my question is since you got here, what are you gonna do with it? Because imagine if the woman said, Well, I'm here, I'm gonna wait for him to touch me, I'm gonna wait for him to notice me. I'm going to wait for him to call my name. But you got to be like this woman or like another man, a blind man named Bartimaeus who heard that Jesus was walking by. He said, uh-uh, "I'm not going to wait for him to see me." He said, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me." He said, "I got to pull on him. I got to pull on him. I got to pull. I got to pull. And so she got a hold of the tassels of his garment. She started to pull. She said, I need my miracle. I'm not leaving. There's somebody under the sound of my voice today. There's somebody that walked through those doors today. You got to pull on his power in faith and say, it belongs to me. Would you close your eyes? I'm going to pray over everyone right now. I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to speak a word of faith. And in just a few moments, I'm going to invite our ministers to come up here. Brother David, Brother Kevin, you're going to come up here and we're going to prepare to pray for you. But I'm going to spend just another moment prophesying. And as I begin to prophesy, you hear the word of the Lord. This is not the word of Pastor Jacob. This is not the word of Jacob. This is the word of the Lord. And if you dismiss it, that's not God's problem. That's not my problem. That's on you. But God said, I'm giving you you today this is your chance if you want to play cute that's up to you but if you're ready for a miracle healing in your body for you or maybe it's a loved one who just couldn't be here today maybe they're too far maybe they're out of town but you're gonna stand for them today and that healing is gonna transfer but I say right now in the name of Jesus I come against every sickness I come against every disease known to man are unknown to man i come against every condition of the heart every heart valve that refuses to function properly i come out of i take authority right now in the name of jesus somebody came into this place with a heart valve condition your heart's not pumping correctly and that's why you're out of breath and out of wind that's what mm, my god and it's hereditary possibly but i take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus oh I take authority over it right now I take authority over cancer various cancers cancer in the liver cancer in the lungs cancer in the nervous system cancer skin cancer oh brain cancer tumors I come against it right now I take authority over it right now in the name of Jesus you are not greater than God you are not greater than God I command that sickness to come under the blood of Jesus right now I I speak to chronic back pain right now I speak to chronic abdominal pain right now I speak to chronic muscle pain in the name of Jesus Christ I command I command healing to flow in this place I take authority over that I take authority over the loss of vision in your eyes I take authority over the loss of memory in your mind I take I take authority oh I take authority over disease in the blood over lupus I take authority over it right now in the name of your immune system I take authority right now in the name of Jesus over hearing loss in the name of Jesus Over hearing loss in the name of Jesus. How come? I wish somebody would just pray in the spirit. Something is happening. I'm not just praying, brother. I'm not I'm prophesying right now. I take a forward over it. Uh, There's somebody watching on live stream right now. I rebuke that cancer that's taken over your body. In the name of Jesus, if you would just lift your hands wherever you're watching, God's going to heal you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And then you need to come back to the house of God and testify what the Lord has done in your life. Oh my God, my God. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. God's already moving right now. He's moving right now. He's moving right now. The ministers, I want you to come up here. I want you to come up here and I want you to face the congregation.